um, we really help the economic viability of the community. So we advocate for businesses, we help connect them, and um, we also um, educate as well. We, we provide a lot of education classes. One of the core things that we do is we're problem solvers. Mm -hmm. So any business can come to us no matter what their problem is, and we will help solve that. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. It is December. We are still in our Business for Business series. If you're just joining us, go back a few episodes, check us out. What we're doing is we're spotlighting businesses that are just there to help other businesses grow and scale and be successful. And today we have a very special guest who's part of a bigger uh sort of conglomerate right if you will it's in many cities it's very 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 connective it's for the community um i don't want to give it away too much unless you're on our zoom and could read it already but the one thing that i really love about it is people are super stoked um when they get to be a part of it and for years and years even um a couple weeks ago you just celebrated those that have been a part of it for 30 years 25 years 20 years so it's an amazing organization that almost every community has. Kimberly, do you want to add anything to that for our podcast listeners who are like, what the heck is she talking about? Absolutely. And I just want to tell you, as we are in the week of Christmas, we have a gift for you. And it comes to you in the form of the CEO. Yes, I said the CEO of the Temecula Chamber of Commerce, the one and only Brooke Nunn. Welcome to our show, Brooke. Thank you both so much. That's so great. I feel so welcomed. <laughs> we are super excited to have you, Brooke. And I know both Misty and I've had a personal relationship with you through Toastmasters and just in the community. I, I was so blessed to work with you when I was keynote for the women in business for the Temecula Chamber of Commerce. And we have you here on the Made to Inspire <laughs> podcast. Super, super, super excited. Brooke, as we get started on this show, as you know, we are in the middle of our business for business series. We brought on a number of other business owners who've talked about everything from government contracting to the ideal way to attract clients to just getting outside of your home and doing some remote working. Today, you're going to come and give us a really good insight on the Temecula Chamber of Commerce. But before you do, tell us who you are. Will you introduce yourself to our audience? Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, I am honored to be here. This is just so great. I'm really been looking forward to it. Um, my name is Brooke Nunn. I serve as the president and CEO of the Temecula Valley Chamber of Commerce. I have been serving as of a year um, at, at, 
at, in this role. And then before that, um, the last 11 years, I've been working for the chamber in the events department. And that's where I've got a chance to meet um, Kimberly and Misty um, through my years of doing that kind of more behind the scenes. Um, I have lived in Temecula for um, almost 20 years, Hi. or actually in the Marietta Temecula Valley. And um, I have a son. He is 18 years old. He oh, wow. is a high school senior over at Mesa, Marietta Mesa. So um, yeah, so I've just enjoyed working, living here in the community. Um, 20 years ago, you know, uh, I lived in San Diego and uh, was looking for a place to buy, you know, a home, a community to go live in um, and raise my children, you know, eventually someday. And my sister lived in Temecula and we come up and visit every once in a while and we're like, oh, it's so far away. And <laughs> <laughs> so eventually we came up and found an amazing house. Um, we found a, a big house uh, for the same price as a little condo in, in San Diego and quickly realized what an amazing community it is here um, to live, work, play. Um, and as I have been working at the chamber, I've had a chance to get more involved with the business owners and understand the city and um, just everyone cares so much about our community. And so I'm just blessed to be here. Thank you. Wow, that's exciting, Brooke. Super duper exciting. So I know we we have so many questions for you and, and I'm like <laughs> trying to keep myself contained, but one of the things I'd like to ask just to get started, tell us a little bit about what does, I, I'm part of my brain is twisted. I want to ask what does the CEO of the chamber does, but also what does the chamber in itself do and how does it support local businesses? Absolutely. Um, one of the stories I like to tell is um, back in 1966 is when the chamber started. Wow. So there wasn't a lot out here at the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of farms and everything, but we had our old town. And so this is the story I like to tell and how I've heard it. I'm sure through the generations it's changed, but so there were a few business owners in Old Town that wanted to get together and meet. And so they would meet over at the old um, Hotel Palomar in Old Town. Wow. And there was a few of them and they would get together and they'd meet, they'd talk about their business, how they could support each other, what was going on. And I think even to this day, that still holds true, even though our chamber has grown so much. The business community here is so tighten it. They love doing business together. Um, we, you know, like you were saying, we just celebrated um, our, you know, milestone members, but we have um, 100, almost 150 members who have been a member of the chamber for 20 plus years. Wow. wow. So a lot of um, the chamber, what we do in a nutshell is um, we really help the economic viability of the community. So we advocate for businesses, we help connect them, and um, we also um, educate as well. We we provide a lot of education classes. I know you, I think Misty and Kimberly, you guys have been a part of those too. We have all different types, and um, it just depends on the environment and what the businesses need. Um, you know, working for the chamber all these years, one of the core things that we do is we're problem solvers. Mm -hmm. So. Any business can come to us no matter what their problem is, and we will help solve that. So I love it. You've been there uh, quite a few years. How did you make that jump? Because um, <laughs> you are very shy. 
sometimes. <laughs> I am. And loved, you love the background and the event coordinator, and we're very loyal to some of the leaders. And then um, lo and behold, I turn around and they're like, yeah, Brooke is the CEO now. And I'm like, what? First, <laughs> super excited. But second, I'm like, did they hypnotize her? Was there... <laughs> but was just wondering that initial asking you and that that jump for you must have been a, a huge leap and super excited you did it. But yeah. what um what inspired you? You know, um, it's funny because my background is retail and I did that for many years and loved it. And so um, during the 2008, 2009 crash, I lost my job. And so I knew a friend of a friend who um, said that they were hiring at the chamber. I was like, okay, what's a chamber? <laughs> <You Right? know? laughs> and so I got the job here. Um, I was working part-time and in the events department, slowly moved my way to um, uh, being full-time and then events director. And so when originally um, our previous um, president CEO was um, retiring, I threw my hat in the ring to um, interview for the president CEO. Um, I look at it now, the timing wasn't right. We had an amazing CEO, Emily Falapinos, come in and she served uh, for a little while and had the opportunity to work and learn under her as well. And also um, during that time, I um, joined Toastmasters, which I know you guys are both very familiar with. I had the <laughs> chance to work with both of you on that. And, you know, I do, I do enjoy the behind the scenes very much, but learning um, a lot of what goes on behind the scenes at the chamber is um, really important. <laughs> and um, stepping into that role, not only, you know, do I, you know, did it, I stepped out of my comfort zone to do that. I go. also have such a heart for this community and I just love this chamber so much. The people, the chamber itself has done so much for me in my growth and supporting me. I want to continue that and I want to continue that for our staff, for anyone who gets involved. And so it, um, I love stepping out of my comfort zone and I think one of the reasons I do that is because of Toastmasters. Mm. I got used to going to the meetings every single week, you know, being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's, but you're doing it for personal growth and you yeah. know, it's going to be good in the end. And I think that really opened up so much for me. It's like, okay, well I can overcome a fear. I can do that. I can do anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You know, I remember, Brooke, being in Toastmasters with you, and I don't know if you recall, I was the person that gave you that little nudge and encouraged you to go forward for the PR role, or was it the secretary role? Which one? Because it was Sergeant at Arms. Sergeant at Arms. Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. And you go, can I? I go, absolutely, you can. You stepped into that role and you took it and did so exceptionally well, and then transitioned into a new role. And so I, I love talking about you to others in the community. I always say, you know what? She went from sec, I use secretary because I couldn't yeah, I say secretary to CEO. And that's a major, major jump. But I think you said it when you're focused on growth of a community and your personal development, nothing can happen but magic. And I think that's exactly what you've allowed to happen within the community of the Temecula Chamber of Commerce, supporting these businesses. 
Now, you mentioned that 150 businesses had over 20 years of history with the chamber. But will you tell us how many total businesses are a part of the chamber? And tell us also, what are some of the regular activities that you guys have going on on a regular basis? Yes. Um, so uh, we have um, almost a thousand members. We're a little wow. shy, about 970. Um, what makes up that is about 60% of that is small business, one to five employees, wow. which is huge in our community. Um, so, um, oh gosh, what was the last part of that question? <laughs> it was basically how many do oh, you what? have in some of the major events? maybe that yeah. you use to support businesses. Absolutely. So um, some of the events that we have, um, we have monthly events and we also have annual events too. Um, so the ones that we usually host, we have a coffee connection. Um, so we have a couple networking events. So that brings people together to come out and get to know each other. Um, sometimes we have members that come that have been here for a long time. Sometimes it's their first time. And so um, that allows our members to, you know, and uh, non-members to get a chance to get to know each other. Um, also, uh, we have education classes that we host every month. They're on a variety of different topics. Um, so we have an education class and then we have a women's professional collective as well. And um, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to attend that, um, but that's, that's a very, um, it's usually some topics pertaining to business, um, not just so much business women, but business in general, how um, you can, you know, thrive. Um, also, we have a manufacturing council, which we're very, um, you know, supportive of our local manufacturers. We have about 150 in this area, and they represent about 7,000 jobs wow. in the Temecula Valley. We also, um, we have a shop local program as well, which we're very uh, proud of. Um, we're always encouraging everyone to shop local, shop in the city that you live, because the dollars stay local, and that helps the roads, the parks, that keeps, um, it pays for police, um, you know, safety, fire, all of that, and so we are so fortunate in our Temecula Valley that we have such um, strong public safety as well, um, and beautiful parks, and, you know, beautiful, you know, roads and everything. Thing. it's yeah. so nice to live here so some of the uh, um top school districts in the state too yes absolutely our schools are incredible and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to move here too and my son had the opportunity to go through that too but um you know us as a chamber we also um, we partner a lot with the small business development center so the small business development center puts on hundreds of great workshops for small businesses. Uh, we host one here at the chamber. It's four times a year and it's called how to start a small business. Ooh. And it's about a two hour class. It's held in our um, large conference room and it's free and just it's all it's information about how to start your business. So where to go to get your permits, um, what you need, how to start a marketing plan, um, just everything you'd need to know. So those are just, you know, important pieces for, you know, businesses to know and, and to help them along their journey. And we do a few more things too, but I could keep talking and talking all day. <laughs> I think one of the things that the chamber does so well, I know um, we have our Marietta campus, we are all over for Oak Grove, but we also have a culinary shop in downtown Temecula, in Old Town Temecula. And one of the great things about the chamber is that awareness 
So the opening days, um, it's not unheard of to see 40 to 100 other businesses just come to support that one business that's opening up. Even if it would seem like a competition, which in Temecula I love because it doesn't seem like competition. It really seems like collaboration on how to just make each other business uh, thrive and be successful, that no one's trying to one up the other businesses, if you will. But that day was so great when they came up and cut the ribbon and the um, the street was just crowded because the other businesses just do show up um, and take those very, um, I want to take them very seriously that they understand the importance of an opening day or the ribbon cutting. And even during COVID, there was some unique ways that you guys were still able to celebrate some businesses and still stay safe, but kind of do what your mission is, right? Which is um, support and expand uh, commerce here in the area. I, I really, um, I always look forward to ribbon cuttings because I look at it as such an honor. We get to go and celebrate that moment with them, which is so huge. It's all the, the blood, sweat, and tears that have gotten them to that moment. And we get to come in and celebrate that. And it's it's a lot of hard work opening a business. It's not easy getting all everything together, hiring, uh, getting, you know, building everything, putting it all together, permits, all that so it's a lot of work and, you know, it's, it's great to be able to support them on their journey. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's so exciting because my brain goes back to when <laughs> I had my ribbon cutting at the chamber and what a, what a great feeling and having professionals come out, but also some of the local governmental people come out and cut that ribbon and celebrate with you. In fact, we're going to post some of those pictures on our social media this week from <laughs> Oak Grove or from one of mine, but really celebrating that. And I think as a new business, either coming into a valley or just making that decision to partner with the chamber, chamber is probably one of the best decisions ever. Now, when I think about being a part of the chamber, will you tell us what that process entails or what it looks like and the benefits for individuals that may be in Temecula Valley or across the world? Because I think it's consistent chambers uniformly. Yeah, definitely. So um, any business can join. They can come into the chamber. Um, they can go on our website as well. Um, there's an easy application as there. Um, what a chamber member gets is the opportunity to attend. We have, like I was saying, lots of networking events, um, annual events, but also um, this is something that maybe not very many businesses know. We offer an Office Depot discount program. So when you join the chamber, you get a, a fantastic discount on office supplies. And I believe it's their top like 6,000 office supplies that people, you know, buy. Yes. And so you get a chance, you get a deep discount on that, which is huge for a lot of businesses. You also get the opportunity to have a ribbon cutting. Um, you know, so that's always great. You get a lot of exposure to the community. Um, and then also another thing that I forgot to mention earlier is we host a meeting once a month called the Chamber Brief. And we usually have around 30 to 40 people attend it. Um, we have a couple spotlight speakers that come in. Um, but this is a great opportunity to be in the know in our community. So we have a speaker that will come in from the city. Um, we'll have maybe someone come in from the Riverside County and they'll give an update on what's happening, what's going in, what new businesses are coming to town, what new uh, apartment buildings are being built, you know, what's happening. So that's also another way to know and be really connected with the community. 
Well, I am browsing your website right now <laughs> in our local area. Um, members.temecula.org application um, yeah. is some crazy things. I was thinking thousands, thousands of dollars, but if you're under five employees, it's 350 a year. Yes, correct. Wow. That is incredible, affordable and a tax write-off. Yes, so it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I know um, a lot of times um, people think that the t chamber is the city of Temecula, but it, we're not. We are a nonprofit member-based organization. We do have a very close relationship with our city, which we are very proud of. Temecula.org. Temecula.org. Yes. Or probably your name of your city.org, uh, wherever you're calling from. But yeah. I think it really, um, last episode, I don't know if you know, such a such a big community but um alicia dr alicia from i'm kidding i know brooke knows her really well <laughs> I do. But we had her on the show and um she was studying how working at home or being a small business that the one thing that you needed the most was connection yeah and so having a um not going out there and doing everything yourself that's what we're really kind of here for to help business owners delegate stay in your lane and if there's another organization doing something better, join in and be a part of it. So you need leads. You need qualified leads. You need people to support your business. You need stuff for your business. The Temecula Valley Chamber of Commerce or your local Chamber of Commerce is the best place to start for the price that it's at because you don't have to go out to all these crazy new sorts of stuff. You understand that a lot of this is business. A lot of it stays sort of in that realm i've been to a couple um and it's been they've been so fun there's some that are very much like you sit in a circle around the room what does your business do there's others where you're just socializing but i think for temecula because it's so big there could be different sort of events for the different people that feel more comfortable networking in a certain way kimberly's got an amazing course for how to network um and be effective just so you know but i think one of the things i really appreciate about temecula valley is whether you're a member or not you're invited to come to some of these events for a small fee but everyone treats you like a neighbor like there's no one staring at you no one's looking at your name tag because it's not metal because you're writing your name because you're not quite part of the the membership yet but everyone is just super excited that um to get together and and business fellowship in a way so Brooke, uh, the question I have for you is, what would you recommend to a new member if they join to not feel overwhelmed, but some of the key things that when they first join, aka probably me and Kimberly in the next month, um, <laughs> new businesses are busy, you're stressed, you're doing all the things, you're joining this new organization, you don't want to feel overwhelmed because you guys do offer so many events, but you don't have to attend all of them to feel like a big part of it. Do you have some recommendations for these new businesses that are joining so that they can get the most out of it without feeling um, crazy? Absolutely. So um, I would first suggest looking at your calendar and just trying to attend maybe one event uh, a month trying something new and different, uh, whether it's an education class or a networking event. Um, you know, usually if you are a smaller business, that's very beneficial for you. Um, so just trying that out and seeing what all the events are, and then you will find the ones that benefit your business the best. Mm. And so then um, you can eventually start to maybe sponsor. 
mm-hmm. an event. And then that'll give your business more exposure, whether it's an expo table that you're there or business logo and ad in the program. And so that um, even sometimes you don't even have to be there when you sponsor too. And so if you're busy, um, so to keep that in mind as well. And then I like what you said about the networking. I would highly suggest people to go and take a networking class. I know that might sound silly, but it can be very intimidating. Um, Even some of, you know, top CEOs, um, CFOs, they do not like networking because (laughs) it can feel very intimidating. You walk into a room and you don't know anyone. Where do I begin? So to gain some of those skills and, um, to feel comfortable, you know, to go in and know where to start and what to do and how to approach people is so important. And we also offer a power networking workshop as well. Um, That's a quarterly workshop we have here. Uh, We have some board members and some ambassadors that will teach that class who have gone through it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had a a moment not that long ago um, when I started um, the Western Association of Chamber Executives. That's um, an academy I went through. And the very first time I walked into the room, we had to check in, get our bag, get our shirt and everything. And I I look around and everyone's networking and I don't know a single person in the room. (laughs) And that is the first time that's ever happened because here I know everybody. (laughs) So I was like, oh my gosh, okay, what did we learn in power networking? Where do I begin? What do I do? (laughs) But it all worked out. And so, you know, it was good. And now I have more empathy and I understand what it's like to walk in and have to, you know, uh, figure out what to do and how to navigate that. So that's great. You do that, Kimberly. I would highly suggest people attending that. (laughs) Absolutely. Because, you know, it is, it's the gift. It's a skill that we have to learn and master if we are a business owner, if you are in any capacity looking to expand your reach. And I love that the chamber offers so many opportunities for business owners to get connected, get connected with people in their local community. Look at ways to, I, I love collaboration. So co-create or co-collaborate or just support one another. And that shop local piece is really, really good, especially around the holidays. We're mm-hmm. encouraging people, hey, shop local. Now is the time to go out there and get your Christmas gifts, but who better to serve than the people within your community? So Brooke, I'm super, super excited about what you have been doing there at the chamber and what the chamber has been doing for all these years. Now, as I think about our audience who's listening, I'd love for you to share if there was one thing, one thing they could do to really get themselves connected and started with the chamber, what would be that word of advice? Okay, to get connected, um, just join Okay. Just do it. I know, you know, it's, it's stepping out of that comfort zone. Sometimes Um, if you have a larger company, you may have a staff member that, you know, just really enjoys doing that or, you know, you yourself just getting out and getting connected. And, you know, even if you can't attend, you know, like I said, just send a staff member or, you know, just get out. And, you know, we, we offer so many opportunities and different times, Um, so, but you can always reach out to me too. Um, if, you know, I, all of our staff are always available. So, you know, for some reason you can't, you know, you have feedback or anything. We're always here to help. 
Now I have a question though, because one of the things I heard is you support businesses that have one to five members at $350. It's Christmas time and maybe they're just beginning and they say, you know what? I don't know if I can afford this, mm -hmm. but I want you to talk about the ROI, the return on investment. Mm -hmm. You may not be able to afford it, but is it worth it? Is it worth it? And that's something we always challenge entrepreneurs, business owners. Is it worth the investment because of the return? So can you speak to that a little bit, Brooke? Absolutely. I mean, we want to be a resource and we want it to fit for your business. So if it makes sense for you to join, absolutely. We offer a payment plan as well. Um, so you can get, you know, have a chance to check it out and join for a year to see, but you really, um, I encourage anyone who joins to come in and meet with our membership team or me to find out what exactly you want to get out of your membership. Mm. Um, you know, so if it's, you know, you want advertising or you just want networking or you want to, you know, so we can help you through this process. If you join and don't share those things with us, we don't know. And so we want to help connect good. you and guide you. That's really good. That's top notch. Right. Knowing that they can come in, get the support, and you guys are going to walk them through every single step of the way. And I can attest to that as a business owner, as a member of the chamber, that's exactly what happened. And they continue to offer and reach out to make sure that we have what we need. Absolutely. So that is wonderful, Brooke. Now, when people think about here locally in the Temecula Valley area, how would people find you? How, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? Well, they can um, check out our website. They can call us. They can stop in the chamber. We're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, except for this week on Friday, we're closing early for Christmas. But oh. <laughs> um, And also we um, check out our social media too. We're very, very active on social media. Um, we are active on Facebook, on Instagram. We're at, at Temecula Chamber. We're on Twitter and we're also on LinkedIn too. Very good. Well, we're so excited that you've joined us today, Brooke. Thank you for serving this community for so long, 12 years and still standing, <laughs> you know, moving from the marketing now to the CEO, you've really, really helped the Valley move forward. And we're so grateful for you. Thank you for being on our show. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun and I appreciate you. It was an honor. Well, thank you. And as we say here every week on the Made to Inspire podcast, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.